Playing Games podcast episode. Well, it's a holiday special. Yeah, it's a holiday special. Yeah, uh, we're recording this on December twenty third. Um, and Josh and I, well, I decided, and I roped Josh into this against his will. I was uh, sitting. Uh, I was sitting at my local game store playing Magic the Gathering. He was all and, happy. Uh, and then I was like, hey, yeah. Josh, we have to record a podcast. And then I was like, ah, shit. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the the rope uh, lasso came out of nowhere, roped me around the neck. And I'm like, ah! and they just yanked me out of the room. It kept yanking me <laughs> as I pulled by my neck. Mm-hmm. I'm choking as you pulled me into the podcast. I was like, hey, 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 fucker. Hey, fuck this. Yeah, we got to cook. Okay. <laughs> we gotta cook, Jesse. Gotta cook. Uh, agreed. Safe. So, basically, what we have done this entire week is we've come up with a top five list of games this year. Um, and we're going to talk about them, and we're going to have a brief little conversation about them. Okay. Games that we have played or games that we have games that we have played, games that we have enjoyed, games that we have looked at, and games that we have think are worth the purchase. I see. Alright. Okay. Well. Do you want to start? Who wants to start? Do you want to start first with your top five or, or top or your number five, or should I? I have to boot up Steam for a second. Alright. So you can start. Alright. Um, my number five is, I don't care about the window sale. I don't have money. Fuck off. Um, my number five is, let's go with the easy one. Um, battle bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your number five? That's pretty good. Uh, battle bit. Well, Man, my Steam's taking forever because my Steam library is huge. <laughs> but let's see. I mean, there's games that came out in 2023. If it's a game that you played or in 2015. In 2015. Well, apparently there's a lot. But mm-hmm. if I actually go to uh, my profile mm-hmm. and then check out the what steam has said i've played for the most part like the statistics mm-hmm. which i always found entertaining and when did they share your statistics and they're like yeah this, apparently you got really addicted to this game and you're like oh i did yeah uh, but apparently my uh average for collecting achievements mm-hmm. way above other people's uh, average of collecting achievements understandable and uh i played way above uh other people's for playing games this year i played 54 games apparently that's good that's a lot most people only play four that's a lot i mean that's that's kind of like to me that feels strange but i mean at the same time those are probably normal people with lives and work and kids and, and Josh family doesn't have any of those i don't have any of those we need to take josh to a bar and get him laid no um if i may talk uh, a little bit about bal- about bit yeah um this is the perfect blend of casual and realistic mm. um it is so much like those old school like you play them there it's an old school like game that you play a little bit of and you're like oh this is fun i'm enjoying this this is a good game and you know it feels a lot like that battlefield bad company kind of game um there's definitely some aspects of it that makes the game a lot better in terms of like how it plays and what people are always thinking about um and like the team work is so beneficial in terms of like how the game actually works. Um, it's the shooting is tight. The net codes tight. Everything about it is tight. Um, and 
like the it's a game that like really benefits it doesn't have like a whole lot of like graphical fidelity but it benefits so much from that lack of graphical fidelity that is mm-hmm. just insane well it makes me look at it and go like well i could easily play this even though there's like hundreds of people playing at the same time yeah and that's and that's the other thing too is like as a game like it has hundreds and hundreds of people playing on it and you just feel so good playing this game i don't feel any slowdown mm-hmm. i mean if there is slowdown it's yeah. only for like a second it's gone yeah and even when it's like everyone on the server throwing grenades all at the same time it's like oh nothing's hap- bad's happening great yeah. fantastic yeah um another thing i'd like to say uh although it could be better for that game is that uh, the way that the lobby system works for parties and stuff like you're trying to stay with your friends mm-hmm. it kind of just throws you in whenever it wants to yeah or to random oh you guys try to be the same party okay put two over here on the, the opposite team and put you two on the other opposite side of the team what? no that's not how this works come on come on i don't think that's as bad as you think it is but i understand the sentiment yeah Lots of times it's like, no, we want to stay as a party. Like, can we stay as a party? No. Oh, reparty again. Yeah. But other than that, like, it, it's fantastic. I, I recommend it. Enough. Like, if you want to offshoot Battlefield, play this, and it's just the same. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, my actually, I could talk about my number five. Your number five. Yeah. Um, tunic. Tunic? Tunic. I think that came out this year. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Games you started. <laughs> games started in 2023. Uh, I basically played Tunic for a bit. And uh, I says I for my 11% total playtime, which is quite a bit. Uh, and I played for 17 sessions and three day streaks. So, like, I, I played a lot of a lot of uh, Tunic. And uh, yeah, so basically the summary is that it's a uh, like a Zelda. Mm -hmm. It's the, you know, isometric view running around. You have almost everything similar to Zelda. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only difference is that it is more Metroid like. Yeah. As you're trying to run around, find different abilities solve puzzles to get to other areas or trying to figure out oh i solved this puzzle i uh, open up this door cool but then you start noticing things in the scenery of like oh i see these you know patterns all over the place i wonder if they mean anything and then later on you figure out oh they do uh then you know the more you play the more you kind of just start doing a self-discovery and the more that you start figuring out oh i could it's just this really awesome uh exploration and discovery of like how the game world works uh especially how you collect in the the pages for the manual in game and how those manual pages are not translated in english they're in this weird fictitious language where it's made up by the developer and that's that's the idea is that you translate this language into uh basically into your you know into it translate the language into something you can understand and then finally you can uh, start reading the book as like oh this is what this means and oh this is how you're supposed to do blank and oh this turns out i can do this over here and i can get through this wall and yeah like the uh, the, the book idea and getting the pages is so neat. I, I think I really like that idea of uh, the, the the game itself is covered in an illusion of like, it feels like you're playing a game from some far distant country you don't know of, but it's real good and you really want to play it. It just tends to be that game that like, as you play it, you're just like, oh, oh, this is Makes cool. Th- yeah, you're you're doing the discovery phase of like, and everything is a discovery phase of like, 
oh, I got sword and now I can chop down the grass. And oh, the grass, because I chopped it down, I means I can go this way where I couldn't go before. And oh, look, I can now get another ability where I can uh, turn to uh, oh, frick, what was one of the abilities like, oh, you can uh, do uh, these like small puzzles with patterns and you can uh a lot of like scenery uh puzzles and the, if you look at the scenery just the right way you could tell you a, a solution for this one screen so you can now finally get uh the the little like easter egg or thing in the level to power yourself up and keep going and uh yeah it's just i like i like it it's real good and also also, this is, like I said before, this is the uh, the pages you collect for the in-game manual. Something special. Yeah, I, I forget. I love that in-game manual thing because it feels like you're playing a game from a country you don't know, it, but then it's still telling you what to do. It is such it's such an interesting game because as you're playing it, you're like, oh, I didn't know that, and yep. you slowly begin to realize, oh, they're doing stuff. In order to fix like all of these little problems and everything like that, and they're telling you instead of like having a tutorial, it's more exploratory because like you have access to like I believe like a ton of your abilities at the start, like you can dash and all that stuff. Yeah, but like it's just it's just mashing the buttons, and if you did mash the buttons, you figure it out faster than the book. But it's like if you didn't know it was there, you didn't know if you could do it. Yeah. Like that's uh, that's cool. That makes the game a lot better than it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things of like the game doesn't specifically tell you, but because you discovered it, you, you can get to somewhere you think it was impossible. Yeah, like I, I, I the the I, I the the greatest sin I have made this year is not playing through more of Tomb Raider. <laughs> I will say I was, that much. If you can, I don't know, if you if you could pick up uh, a game that you put down, I think Tunic, you could pick it up and put down even after a year or two. You could still f yeah. figure out where you need to go. I think you might be just a tad lost because of uh, there's some areas you want to go to in a certain, like probably in a certain way that you just go, where am I going? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it might be, it might, might be like that. Yeah. But other than that, it's. I highly recommend it. Like it's it's super good. It is definitely one of those games. It's definitely game of the year material. Oh yeah. Um not like the Jeff Keeley awards. <laughs> the actual game of the years. <laughs> Just I, I I look at those awards and I'm like, oh, where are all the other cool games? They're not on here. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Um and other uh, do you want me to do your number, my number four? Yeah. Um, my number four is going to be probably. Oh. I cheat a little. It's 2002, but screw it. It's too Nick. I mean, you played it in 2013 or 2022. Yeah. So. Yeah, counts. Um, Armored Core 6. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you played it. I don't uh, care. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen videos. It is everything I want in a mech game, in a Gundam game, and then some. Cool. And as a Gundam game goes, it is probably the best piece of mecha media this year, and that's including cool. Witch from Mercury. Cool. The story is so much more about like resource harvesting and stuff like that, and the sacrifices that you make along the way. You have an eclectic group of people that you play around with. It is a very interesting game. The difficulty is it doesn't fluctuate all the way. Um, and unlike most of the Unlike most of the, how do I say this, of the games that came out in 2023, it mm. tends to be one of those games that 
the more I play it, the more I like it, and the more I lo- like it, the happier I am as a person. Mm. Because it just doesn't feel. It's not the worst thing that I've played this year. And it it works well. It runs well on my PC. I don't have to like randomly scale or descale the game. So I appreciate mm. that. In a right. The controls are very good. The gameplay is pretty great. Um, basically, your boost is always on your finger. And the story... The game has a lot of replayability, and that makes the game a lot more fun in the long term. Um, the controls are great, and the way that the game works is great. Huh. So I I have heard uh, Wooly talk about the game yeah. from yeah from the Castle Super Beast, and uh, it's like yeah like it's real good like you have your loadouts depend on how well you move how well you dodge how well you parry yeah like I mean each weapon has amount of ammo it can carry uh you can go all out with heavy rockets and that could it's a viable strategy you could go all out and being the lightest thing possible and that's super viable but you're like a tissue paper yeah uh but like all all that flexibility is like yeah yeah that's that's the the that's what I kind of want in a if I'm gonna have a customizable mech then I want it to be completely you know okay if I strip everything off I want it to be as fast as possible you could do that yeah yeah which is perfect it's the mech game that everyone wants it is the mech game that we honestly deserve because yep. it's just it's just a step in the right direction if that makes sense and it's not like it's a step in the right direction in a world with multiple great games and it just it's something where like if you like armor core you're gonna like this one Rad. Yeah. I do remember playing the early armor cores on the PlayStation. And Josh has had Josh, you should play this one because it's fun. Yeah, I, I probably should. Yeah. Uh so my number four. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna okay, not cheat and actually look this up, see if it's this this year and it is. Uh Presiduo Regalia. It's the oh, is this the, the one that like it's the PlayStation Two game? It's like a PlayStation Two. No, early. I would say PlayStation Two, PlayStation One. That you said that there wasn't hentai of, and then Ben actually looked it up because he's degenerate, and then <laughs> found it in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, because I'm bad at my Google foo apparently. So procedural procedural regalia is a action action platformer. More so on the platforming side of things. Uh, but you play as a kind of goat girl with no pants. You, there is options in the menu to, to turn pants on. You can uh, if, wear pants if you want. If you want, it's in the options. Um, but the reason I want to put it on my number four is because it's really, really, really good gameplay. Uh so at first, when you start the game, you're kind of doing the traditional like, OK, I could jump around. I can kind of move around and stuff as you're getting, you know, abilities that help you, you know, transvert transverse across the scenery. Uh, you start to realize, oh, there's certain combos I can do with my certain moves. Like um, if you go like if the, I think the first thing you unlock is the slide. So if you start from a run and you hit the slide button, you just scoot across the floor and you continue to run. But that makes you go real fast. So it's like a really good way just to zip across scenery, just so you don't have to spend so much time getting across rooms and stuff. And it's like, that's real nice. And another thing it's great for is that you do that and jump out of it. Uh, you can actually still keep that momentum. And if you keep bunny hopping after that, you can actually keep that uh rush momentum going when you every time you bunny hop as well so there's some like small little stuff in this game it's like oh the developer thought of this and it's real it's a real good gameplay experience 
Um, there's even points in the game where uh, you feel like, OK, I know I don't have the ability to transverse this room yet, but I'm pretty sure because I have the wall kick and for sure. And I'm pretty sure I have the uh, the double jump. I think I could still get, get across this room. So you and also maybe you have the floor slide as well. So you try it for like maybe the first time you try it, you're probably like, oh, I'm not sure if I could do this. Second try you do it, you get a little bit further and you realize, oh, I could touch that other wall. So you get you try it again. You could touch the another wall and you try to get like you, then you realize you, you can you get slowly through. Slowly are building up to the point where you actually can do like everything that you kind of said you could do. You start realizing that, oh, the developer thought of this. If you thinking you can cheese the game, the developer thought of everything. Yeah, there was a thought it's, process put into the game. Exactly. Like at every step of the way, you think you can cheese it. And then the game developer said, no, I thought of it. You could you could go through that level that way. And it's like, what? What? That makes sense. Huh. Yeah, it's so good. I love I love how you get through the levels. And once you start unlocking other abilities, it's like more your world just gets bigger and then you're like oh i can now go over there and do this bullshit and jump off of this wall and then go over here and then do even more bullshit and go over that way and it's just i i really love it it's so good i just I, it's the thing i love most about this game is like the the uh, amount of playability and the motion of like once you figure out all your moves and combos you're like oh i can get over there now it's like i can do everything I can Literally. show you the world. No, or no, it's the reading rainbow. Uh, you can do anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that. It's reading rainbow. You can do anything. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Forget. Uh, also, another big plus for procedural regalia. It's cheap. Yeah, like, it's about five bucks. It's like five bucks American or eight dollars Canadian dollar dues. Yeah. Like, like it, I highly, highly recommend it. Like it's it's dirt cheap. It's fun. Like I again, number I think it's solid four. The only the only thing that sucks is that like it's not long enough. Like the game, I bet most people who play it probably get about four to five hours of time out of it. Yeah. If you try to get everything out of it, maybe six. Like trying to get all the collectibles and such, but other than that, it's like it's just really short. Uh, if it was just, a, it was a little longer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you got a four. I got. A or wait, four. or did we did we touch on your four? Uh, we touched my four. Okay, so we touched three now. Now we're on three, and we touched we touched three. And this is where things get a little bit harder. Because I want to say, part of me wants to say, that's probably going to be... It, it's probably going to be a game that I played rather recently. Yeah. But I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with, actually, um, Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, yeah. That one that one's special. That, yes. That's a special game. It's a very special it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh it was literally just dropped and then everyone just went, "Whoa, what what is this? Oh, it's so good." Ah! Ah! Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. It is It is definitely deserving of all of its praise. It is the best soundtrack out of any game. It, it, it just... It's a very good, interesting game from a perspective of something that, like, you wouldn't necessarily expect to come out this year. Mm-hmm. And it, it just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh! Oh, that exists. And as you're realizing it, you're going... Uh, 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 oh, oh! It's actually really good. And then you're going, huh? What, what's happening with this? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. To um, to be a game. 
and like it's really a rhythm game mixed with like it's such a interesting concept because it's a rhythm game mixed with an actual like uh beat em up and it doesn't hold its punches there's yep. so many little jokes here and there it does everything that you want it to do they have such eclectic cast it, it's just it's what modern gaming needed to be it's uh it's a video game ass video game yeah that's what i will label that as yeah it's the, like oh does it need to be serious it has a serious points but at the same time it's like no nah, it's just go- kind of goofy fun and you know once you get to the serious points in that in that title it's like oh yeah we're gonna still have that goofy fun and kick this guy's ass and we're gonna punch him in the throat and we're gonna kick him in the dick yeah it's one (laughs) of the few games that have actually been this year and i think that that is something that deserves praise ah yeah it just came out of nowhere and everyone's like holy holy shit oh, 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 oh boy <laughs> oh my god fuck me in the asshole <laughs> all right um yeah high fire rush was great yeah uh i guess we should touch on my three yeah you're so uh my three i know i definitely played this year mm-hmm. uh is bomb rush cyberfunk <sighs> Which I know I played some hours in. Uh, I think I would have put more hours in if it weren't for like how the achievements were a little off. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, hold on, I gotta actually find it in my B O M B. Like, just somehow the ach- some of the achievements were just a little weird. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have thought the achievements would be more of like unlock these characters and do these certain things there were more about point-based things which i wasn't too sure of uh but other than that the uh the whole so basically um bomb rush cyberpunk is uh jet set radio but what if the gameplay wasn't so goddamn jank <laughs> like it is you're, it is a very positive game yeah, like it is. So basically, the the story of the game starts out as uh, you're busting out from jail. Mm-hmm. Someone else is helping you, and then uh, someone else, uh, someone's busting in trying to actually get the character you're playing as, and ends up getting his head chopped off. Yeah, getting your head replaced with a robot, and then the robot is like, "I want to get that original head back," and for whatever reason. The, the, that the, that robot's like no I want the head back because I want it back and it's, he doesn't it can't quite explain it but he wants the back and it's it's odd and the game does explain that later on in the story but it's like huh why does this robot want his this weird want his head back but uh it's help keeping the uh, original body alive so they're you know doing the best that uh, any and the team that you got teamed up with is the Bomb Rush Cyberfunk group, which uh, it's a, a mixed group of both a bicyclist and a uh, Jet Set Radio. Basically, uh, was a jam from Jet Set Radio, but it's not jam. Uh, and uh, she's the uh, rollerbladist, and you're the third person of the group who is the skateboarder. Yeah. And yeah, and basically, although you can switch out at any time to be any sort of extreme sports you want. So if you want to be the bike guy, you can. If you want to be rollerblades you can uh you can also kind of parkour where you want to go um and also uh, the gameplay i would argue that's more platform than a platform action platformer than it is a extreme sports game Mm -hmm. because extreme sports game you're kind of concentrating on like okay i gotta hit this jump i gotta hit this quarter pipe the right way i gotta hit this rail and make sure i'm balancing properly bomb rush is like nah don't worry about that balancing bullshit or even like if you're gonna fall and hit your face because you didn't land it properly no just keep going just Just keep going just have fun just have fun graffiti these walls where you need to graffiti uh and yeah just listen to fucking the most pimp ass soundtrack ever uh 
and yeah just jump around and have fun and it's like fantastic and also like i said before the controls uh (laughs) the controls for not being absolute jank ass garbage this also makes it better Mm -hmm. uh uh because uh, you can actually do like precise you know platforming on rails and like if you have to you can even jump backwards on the same rail and go back the other way which i use quite a bit and it's it's fantastic uh and also uh yeah, like you can have a lot of air control. You can because you have a jet strapped to your back, you can actually like double back on movements and then like go back the same way you came if you have to. And it's just ah, really good controls. Just real good. So good. It's just and a, the music. It's just a mu- good game. <laughs> just so good. The music music's fantastic. Like the whole soundtrack's fantastic as well. Uh, uh glowing, glowing review of this one. Uh, I'll put it at three. I think three is a good spot for it. The only reason why I put it at three is okay. I I think I get a sub or I I think for me like game length is kind of important, and this one I guess is kind of short, just maybe a little longer. And also, I kind of want more flexibility and different tricks I could do because for the most part, it's like do trick A, B, and C, and maybe trick uh, D, and then. After that, it's like, okay, you have some little variations of these tricks, but that's about it. And it's like, I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more tricks, but or do more finicky things with the tricks or something. But no, not really. But other than that, it's 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 fantastic. And I highly recommend the Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Uh, And yeah, it's a number three for me. Fair enough. Mm hmm. Um, number two. Number Touch the two. Number two. I think I, I want to say it's going to be a game that I actually praised. Uh, oh. it might be Ben's game of the year. Hmm. Um, but Baldur's Gate three. Baldur's Gate three is a game that I really like and really enjoy. Yeah. And I think it's fantastic. And as somebody who is playing more Dungeons and Dragons, um, it really shows. Um, I really like this game a lot. Yeah. And like the turn-based style works very well for it. And it just, it's a good RPG that the more that you play it, the more that it looks great. The let's plays are great. All of the modding is great. And it's a, just a fun game. Larian uh. really pushed the game over the edge. And it works really well. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will say is, like, people are right when they're like, oh, it's not, it's not the best game in the world. Yeah, it's, you're right. But it's also yeah. not like it's compared to some of the other games that have come out this year. It's it's definitely up there in terms of like how it plays, what it is. It's everything I want in a video game and then some. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, Totally. Oh, oh! I guess we should touch on my number two game. Your number two game. Uh, let's see. You know what? Let's put Risk of Rain at number two. It's Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain returns. Risk of Rain returns. Yep. That's a game that every that a lot of people seem to like. Risk of Rain returns. Uh, is. Like, basically just the remake of the first game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, for all the stuff that you're doing in Risk of Rain 1, it's a 2D plat- platformer, which is wave-based uh, monsters coming at you from basically all sides. Mm-hmm. And you can pick up one of 
like at first it's like a one guy, but then you start unlocking more and more people that crash landed from uh, the spaceship that you're on on this planet. And these different people have different abilities to do weird stuff. So one guy's typical commando. Other guy is doing these energy blasts. He feels like he's Super Saiyan. Uh, another guy is like, oh, he's this guy's the, the Western dude. So he has like all these uh, gun combos. Um, another character I like is the engineer because he could put down turrets and whatever abilities that the engineer has, the turrets also gain that ability. So if you get nonstop syringes, uh, not only does that increase your rate of fire for your own little orbs you shoot out, but your turrets just shoot like fucking machine guns. So they just don't stop firing. <laughs> you know, there's like not really a pause between shots or anything. Just keep going and keep murdering things. And also, if you get the fungus upgrade, they just because they're stationary, they constantly heal themselves. So it just increases the speed. Increase the speed. If you get the fungus, they heal themselves over time. And it's like, oh, they just they can't die. They just keep shooting things over and over. <laughs> it's just it's hilarious. Oh, that sounds mm. great. And there's also so many items you can collect. So many um, stuff you can find in the scenery of each level. That's a secret or unlockable. Um, if you get really good at the game, there's even tougher bosses you can try to kill. Sometimes it's multiple of the same boss. Um, and yeah, like it's just like a really good wave based shooter. That's a platformer. But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, that's fucking a, a lot of uh, replay value in that, you know, wave based mode. Uh, <laughs> one takeaway from the whole experience, though, is that there is the the uh, challenges you can do. Mm hmm. And each challenge is based around uh, each crew uh, survivor crewmate that is in the game. And, and they're based around their abilities. That's fine. But man, there's times where I was playing those challenges and I was like, oh, man, this is real tough. I know it can only get up to like, I don't know, 25. What's what's the goal I need to get to for this? A hundred. I can only get up to 25. What do I need to do to get to a hundred? <laughs> like there's a lot of those. Of like, oh, I need to get. I was like, oh man, this is real tough. What do I need to get to finish this? Oh, I need to get three times more than what I have. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. I'll uh, I'll look up a YouTube video for this later. <laughs> like. Yeah, you're right. You're just like you're like fuck this. Yeah, it's like, oh, what do I need to fucking do? Like, it, they're just really fucking hard. And I get they want to be them to be a challenge and such, but it's like. Man, they, they could be like 10, like 25% like easier on those challenge goals. Yeah. Like if it was just 25% easier, I could be like, oh, yeah, that's not like a reachable goal. I could do this. But like if you make it three times from <laughs> the goal, like I was like, yeah, like 25. And then you realize, no, it's like 100, 100 or 150 or some shit. And you're like, how do we get there? Like <laughs> I literally like I don't know how you're supposed to get there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's part of the challenge of like really using your abilities to the, the fullest. But I, I found it was kind of like I have to look up a YouTube video because I just don't know. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah. But other than that, like I like it. It's a, a really good time waster. That sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, <sighs> what's your what's your two? That was my two. Oh, all right. I guess we're on to one. Number one. If I remember how to count. Well, Josh, uh, considering that you don't know how to count, uh, maybe you should go and check and see if you are talking with Shodan. Maybe you should talk to Shodan. Okay. Oh, am I hacked? All right. Well, you should talk to Shodan. See if you're hacked. My number one is uh, System Shock. Mm. Um, the word faithful comes to mind mm. we're talking about system shock um, it is a game equivalent of many of things and it is probably one of my favorite games of the year 
it is a game that I'm still going back to. It's a game that I actively wanted to stream. Um, it is my favorite game by far in terms of, like, how it plays. And I really enjoy it because it's not one of those games where, like, as you're playing it, you know how modern games are like, like, make sure you push down on the right mouse button in order to fire all of your bullets. This game doesn't do that. Ah. It's never done that. It never has ever had the reason to do that. It just... There was no reason to um, play it. And it just works so well. System Shock as a remake might be... When I said it was probably my game of the year, nothing has ever come close to it. Not even Baldur's Gate. And I understand that like that might be heresy, but like to me, it it definitely wears that with pride. Yep. Um Yeah, that's just my opinion. Uh on it. I don't know if you played it, um, but it's a pretty reasonable price game. Um, I like the lean's controls. It's a very basic shooter. Um, but just being able to run around the environment and the environments are also pretty cool. And there's a lot of things about this where it's like, it reminds me of when I played Dishonored where I was like, Oh, I'm having fun. This is huh. fun. Where you're just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to fucking kill you. Bye. 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 Uh, okay. You're dead. Bye. Fuck this shit. You're dead. Now you're dead. Fuck you. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those games. Ah. Uh. uh, you know, I'm actually like combing through games. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure this one came out this year. I'm pretty sure that came out this year. I'm trying to think of like what would be like number one, number one contender on this list. Uh, and I was I was prepared to say Vampire Survivors, but I'm like, no, hold on, hold on. That was that was last year, <laughs> last year in October. Apparently, that was like, oh, no wonder it feels like this year because that came out so close to la- like the end of last year. I'm pretty sure it came out right when I was about to leave Bioware, so April last year. That came out. Uh, let's see. Oh, on Steam, anyways. Uh, it says. October 20th of last year. That is a game equivalent of uh, that is the game equivalent of a lot of things. I mean, it is just a bell- bullet hell game yeah. where you're not necessarily shooting the bullets, you're dodging the bullets, but you're, as time goes on, you get more and more godlike, and it's just it's something in your brain tickles the right way and you go i love this and then once you get that godlike level you're like die (laughs) i have i have the power yeah literally it's that moment um yeah it's just that the guy figured out the gameplay loop and how that works and now he's released dlc for the game uh with among us of all things among us uh yeah, a mongoose. They released it with a mongoose. Um, Not a mongoose. <laughs> they, I would actually recommend their a mongoose DLC because it's actually kind of fun. You get abilities that do random shit, and you're like, "Oh man, what does this do?" Oh, this, this is a reference to doing the card sliding mini puzzle in the game, and oh, this is also a reference to you know the monster guy because his tongue shoots out all over the place. If you get a max level, it's just you see the tongue just. Sh- tentacles to shoot out everywhere constantly and it's pretty hilarious uh also uh like yeah like upgrading your abilities is pretty fun and like all the once you get them all upgraded you feel pretty godlike and you're killing everything and they're all referenced to uh, uh among us game in some way uh you can even collect uh a little dudes part of your equipment and these little dudes were also give you buffs in some weird way and uh, yeah, it's just the DLC is fun. It's just, but, a however, good, it's just yeah, a ho- good game. Good, good 
game. However, though, uh, I do want to put this as a memorable, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Vampire Survivors is not number one of this year because that's last year. So this is going to be uh, number one. Uh, this is a presenting uh, Vampire Survivors presenting number one. Uh, I'm going to put it to, uh, you know what? Let's, yeah, uh, Viewfinder, since that came out this year. Oh, man. Oh, man. That game that you bitched about so much. Oh, man. I Here's the thing. I will recommend this game for someone who's like, I just want to play something weird and freaky like it was in Portal. I would recommend Viewfinder, like, over and over like it, it's it's very good very like very well constructed like the guy figured when, out the mechanic and I, how it works when i am what all i'm saying is that like yeah it sounds like one of those games that like the more that you played it you were like oh i really enjoy this yeah it's a game where oh fuck this the mechanics of this are just perfect and like the uh, and again the game's viewfinder's gimmick is you take a picture of something in your scenery so like let's say oh i need to get across this gap but i can't jump there mm-hmm. so or i can even you know get across there normally so what you do but there is a long ass bridge pointing in the opposite direction well with your handy camera you take a picture of it the camera will spout out the picture in your hand so then you go back to where you're looking for the bridge that you need. You line up the camera just so that you can get to the area to the opposite side where you need to go and the bridge will form. And but the thing is, depending on how you took the picture and where you place it, it will delete everything behind it and put in where the picture was, where you formed it. Mm-hmm. So depending on how far away or how close up or how you're tilting the if you're not uh, tilted the camera or you're uh, the portrait in some way or you tilt the portrait on an angle or whatever, the scenery will act accordingly to where you place it in this uh, uh, from your point of view. So if there's there's one or two puzzles, in fact, like, oh, I need to get this battery over here, but. Oh, it's like locked in a cage. Well, it turns out the cage doesn't have a roof. So if you take a picture of this uh, battery in the cage with no roof and flip it upside down, you make the battery fall out of the top. Sounds about right. So it's like it's just really cool stuff that you could do. And like all this like neato, like trippy, like fuck with the scenery, fuck with the, your uh, the death perception, fuck with like, oh, if I point dr- straight up. And then let it go and that scenery, all the shit that is loose could fall down on top of you. Like, that's super cool. Like, it's one of those games that, like, where they clearly were thinking about, like, what people are going to do with this. Well, it's the concept of, like, what if I took a picture of, let's say, I don't know, my room in the corner. I took a picture of it and then I went outside and I said, okay, I'm going to place this here. What, what ramifications would that do? Like... So it basically went like, okay, well, it'll delete everything behind it and then it'll put in the scenery where you want to place it. And then when you walk towards it, you're like, oh, this is this is exactly what I placed down. Like, oh, it's so fucking neat. Um, man, I kind of wish they actually explored a little bit of the later on in the game. You explore uh, different uh, paintings mm-hmm. and different like uh like different paintings different like artworks people have made and then you go like well these are neat but this is the only thing i can interact with so you pick that up and then you realize oh i could place this down so you place it down you go into the scenery of those pictures so you're like oh this is like a van gogh painting you place it down you go into the van gogh painting you're like oh neat then you find another painting and you do the same thing over again, but it's like a different artwork and it's like, oh, it's all cartoony and you get in there and it's all cartoony and you, every time you jump around, it makes a different sound effects and it's it's everything uh, that you want in a video game. It's everything. It's they thought of all the little details that, you know, they, every detail you could, again, possibly think of of how this concept works. They thought of it and it's fantastic. The only thing that sucks, (laughs) I love it. The only thing that sucks is the voice acting, which I I think they fixed it. 
I think they fixed it. <laughs> Although good. I have I haven't done a full depth review of if they have fixed it. But like it was funny because the day that I was talking, I think I was even talking to you like, I don't know, several podcasts before of like, oh, I think they fixed that problem with the voice acting being so bad because there was a two gigabyte update for the game for no reason. <laughs> like no reason two gigabytes. I'm like, what is this two gigabytes could possibly be? And then I realized I think it's the voice acting update. I even looked on like on the news for the game and see if they even mention anything about a two gigabyte update. Nothing. Sounds about right. Nothing at all. Sounds about right. So I'm like, I think they toned it down. <laughs> I think they toned down the the character that's talking to you. Like it, it's a did, game where you did what Baldur's Gate did, where they made Shadowheart a tolerant bitch. <laughs> Probably. Probably I have to go back in the game and see if they fixed it. Yeah. But still, it was like, why is this a two gigabyte update? Why is this here? Oh, I think I know why. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we touch your number one? Yeah, we did. Oh, why do I keep forgetting? Because you're because you're smart. I, I'm so smart. <laughs> you're the smartest person I know. Uh, damn right. But uh, yeah, no. Um, thank you everyone for the wonderful year. Yep, we greatly appreciate it. Holy shit, this has been an hour. Oh wow, we got there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that uh, that's a podcast, Josh. Yeah, I think so. Have a good time. Uh, we'll be back next week with an episode. Thank yeah. you. Bye. I started recording now. Mm -hmm. Well, on a lighter note, uh, the, I don't know, Christmas. 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 Fuck Christmas. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, I I know every other time I talk about Christmas with family, and then I just also get like other people's families type of Christmas. And I go, holy shit, my family seems boring comparing to other families. Holy. My family's Christmas is always like pretty nice. Like they do. They do pretty much the same thing every year. But yeah. like this year, like my sister's not going to be there. So it's like, oh, thank God. I'm not going to have to deal with this bullshit. Mm. I'm not going to have to deal with like constant like so jeff how's your christmas and me being like well i got nothing i wanted and everyone is get and everyone got exactly what they wanted so you know pretty good like i got basically the fuck you of like oh well you know why would we get you exactly what you want that's that's how my christmas always goes they're they're my family's like why are you not happy and it's like I, I asked for something completely different, and what I got was basically a box of rocks. Yep. Yeah.
The best one was when my sister decided that it would be a good idea to give me a meteor. Huh. I was gonna say I don't think you're a person who's like oh, sciencey. No, 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 wait, no. It was a star. It was name a star after yourself. <laughs> That's even more of a scam. So she gives me that, and <sighs> I'm like, and like I, I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna say this, and I, my mom was like, well, what's wrong? And I'm like. I don't want this. I, I legitimately do not want this. And she goes, well, well, and I'm like, I'm like, this is a terrible gift gift. And she goes, well, like, why, why, why are you all upset? And I'm like, mom, this is literally the worst thing you could have ever given me. Period. Bar none. <laughs> this is just an awful gift. And I have like- It'd be probably even go like I could have also gone off on like these type of things naming shit after you pay a certain person are not legal in any way, shape, or form. It's just a scam. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yep. So so like so like I'm just sitting there and I'm just like I don't want this. I don't want this in my life. I don't want to even have to do this. This is the dumbest thing in the world. And my sister's like. But don't you think? And I'm like, no, I don't think. I think it's a dumb. I think this is a terrible thing. Like, I, I get why you bought it for me, but and I appreciate that. But at the same time, I'm just like, no, like, fuck off, basically. Yep. So my sister is like sitting there. And she's like, well, you know, I, I tried, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not saying you didn't, but like, it's just not appreciated. So we had this conversation and she basically was like, I just was like, I, I know that you care, but at the same time, I'm like just fucking pissed and upset. Yep. And so eventually, like, as we're talking, she begins to realize that maybe what she should have done is she should have, um, she should have just purchased what she initially thought was a good idea. And so she goes, well, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, well, just give me a steam screen protector with my uh, switch and so she goes okay here's your steam screen protector and I'm like thank you like that was greatly appreciated uh. I was just like like and like here's the best part is like I specifically told my mom do not tell my sister this mm-hmm. because I didn't want Emma knowing I was like don't tell Emma this it doesn't need to she doesn't need to know I'm just not going to use it and I'm just going to like kind of like throw it away in the trash. And when she asks about it, I'm just going to say whatever. Oh yeah. I uh-huh. used it and I didn't, even though I didn't. Ah, well, it's like stuff like that. When you're like getting somebody like something like that, there are some people who I can see that gift being really good, but it's like the, you know, those old things where it's like those old YouTube videos where it's like Nemo. Scottish land after yourself and you can oh, become a like, lord lord that's also a scam yeah it's like one of those things where it's like oh well you can call yourself a lord and it's like why like why would you why would you use this product it's a terrible like no that's also a huge scam people dug into yeah yeah people dug into it and this to figure it out oh huge huge scam right yeah so like, yeah 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 so like when she was like it was like don't you like it i'm like no i actually hate this like i fucking hate this gift and it made me feel really bad because it's like i don't want to be that guy who sits there and tells her like like I suppose it was a good thing that she wasn't there to see my reaction because like I literally opened it and was like put it down and just walked away. That was what I did. Ah, uh. because like I, I don't know. People, people who think that stuff is cool, it's like it's like oh, you're a fucking dumbass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Shall we start the podcast? Talk about our uh, top five games of the year. Yeah, I mean, we should probably do that. Uh, sink in three, two, one.